0: Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. God is so good. Aren't you glad you serve a good God in bad times like we're in right now? Amen. Now, for a believer, of course, times should never be bad. We should always be able to overcome. Amen. Because greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. Amen. So when the world is going through a commotion like it is right now, I mean, you don't have to listen to, well, you don't even have to listen to the news, just listen to your neighbor. They'll let you in on everything you need to know. Amen. I don't have have to listen to the news. I just go to work and I find out everything I need to know. Amen. Good or bad? Hallelujah. But we're going to talk about some good stuff tonight. Amen. So if you have your Bible with you, open open it up to 2 Timothy chapter 1. Amen. Amen. And we're going to look at some stuff tonight. Praise God. How to keep our sanity in the days that we're living in. Amen. Praise God. Well, let me find it. Thought it got moved on me there for a minute, but we're going to look at this. I'm going to read the scripture and then we'll we'll start off. Second Timothy chapter one. We're going to start with verse three. Paul talking in his letter to Timothy. He says, "I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you." in my prayers, night and day. Now there's something about what Paul is saying here without ceasing. In other words, it's a continual thing. Amen? Amen. Whatever it might be. Now he's talking about remembering Timothy and his prayers, but I'm telling you that there has to be this mindset in believers now that we have to continue on. That we have to keep things moving forward. That we can't Relax, not even for a moment, not like we could years ago. Amen. Believers can't stay unfocused. We have to stay focused on everything that we're doing now. So let's read on with that in mind. It says um, in verse four, greatly desiring to see you being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I remember When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Hallelujah. Therefore, with all of this that he said, therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. Keeping ourselves stirred up. Yeah. Amen. Amen? Keeping ourselves motivated in the things of God. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not saying keeping yourself agitated. You don't have to do anything to, to be agitated. It's all around you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Just coming to church tonight, you might have gotten agitated. Hallelujah. Somebody cut you off, somebody, you know, or, or whatever... Yeah, I, I went in. I went into a store on our way down here to to get a can of pumpkin, amen. And I had money with me. Money, real real money, amen. And so th- they have the the self check lanes there. And so I went up and I looked at them, and I couldn't see where any of them took cash. Amen. So I I, I found an employee there, and I said, "Excuse me," I said do any of your self-checks take cash he said i'm sorry sir they don't i could have gotten agitated i was in a in a bit of a rush to get here on time amen so the favor of god kicked in and this guy just opened his lane as i got done talking to him so i just went right over there and put my money on the thing, and I left with my pumpkin. <laughs> Hallelujah. Pumpkin in a can, pumpkin in the front seat of my car. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I had all the pumpkin I needed. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But these are not times for us to be agitated. These are times for us to be stirred up, keeping ourselves focused on what God is doing. Amen. Amen. Bringing to remembrance some things. I still remember the day I got born again. I'll never forget that day. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean to tell you, whenever the pastor got done praying with me, it's just like an elephant got off of my chest. That much weight, heaviness, sin, aggravation, unloveliness. Everything that I had, that I didn't think I had, but was in there, it all left. Hallelujah. Amen? But if I don't keep that stirred up on the inside of me, I'll forget about it. And I have to, because I've forgotten about it at times. I've forgotten about the wonderful things that God did for me. Amen? And it's the same for every believer. we got to keep that stuff stirred up. you you got to start every day just like it was the day that you got born again. It wouldn't hurt none of us to do that. I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm just saying that we ought to. We ought to do the things that God said, bring to remembrance all these things. Amen. Even Jesus, at the last supper, he said, do these things in remembrance of me. Amen. Keep this in your thinking. Keep this in your heart. Keep it stirred up so that that you want to do it. Not that you have to do it. That you want to do it. That that nobody has to tell you, well, it's time to go to church. (laughs) You don't have to have that. You don't have to have that prodding along to get you motivated. Oh, is it that time? Is it Sunday again already? Amen. Amen. Of course, none of you are like that because you're here on a Wednesday. Hallelujah. And so that says something right there. There's hunger in you. Amen? Amen. So he says, I remind you to stir up the gift of God that's in you. Paul says you got to remember to do that. This is not something that is just going to happen just because. It has to be purposed. Amen. Everything that you and I do as believers has to have purpose. And it has to be driven by that purpose. Amen. No matter what it is, no matter how small, no matter how big you're calling on your life, whether or not you're called to, to a five-fold ministry or you're called to just to do you know, door greeting, I, we do that too. Amen. Uh, you know, a children's ministry or whatever. You have to have purpose of why you're doing it. You're not doing it just because someone asked you to do it. Well, you know, we're in a bind. And we need somebody to fill in. Amen. Well, of course, there are times when you get in a bind. Amen. But we shouldn't look at it and say, well, you know, are they, are they calling on me because I was the last resort or what? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, wasn't there anybody else? Or did everybody else, whenever you seen him come, you know, scoot out the side door or something? Amen. It can happen. Hallelujah. But Paul said to stir that up. Keep it stirred up on the inside of you. Praise God. Now, let's go over and look at this in the uh, same chapter but let's look at verses uh, 13 and 14. I'll go read this out, uh, amplified version. Paul said this, He said, "Hold fast and follow the pattern of wholesome and sound teaching, which you have heard from me in all the faith and love which are in, which are for us in Christ Jesus. Guard, keep with the greatest care the precious and excellently adapted truth which has been entrusted to you by the help of the holy spirit who makes his home in us he said this he said you got to hold fast and you got to guard and you got to keep amen so so what is that your attentions on it all the time amen not just when you're here at church but when you're away from church, whenever you're at home, whenever you're, you're just busy doing things around the house, keep and guard the things that are deposited in here. Whenever you got born again, the greatest deposit that you would ever have come your way was put in you. Amen? Yeah. Now the thing of it is, is that you don't have whole revelation of everything that was put in you. Yeah. When you got born again, God gave you everything. It's all there. Amen. That's why whenever I got born again, every weight was lifted. Why? Because everything of God came in. Everything of God came in. But I don't have full revelation of everything that God gave me. But if I don't keep stirring the things that I do know and do have, you know, working in my life, I'll never be able to advance to anything else. Amen? Because I have to keep going forward. Amen? Paul says that he pressed on. Amen? Hallelujah. He also said this, he said that he crucified his flesh. John the Baptist said this, he said that he must increase, so I must decrease. So there's this thing of God getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger bigger on the inside of each one of us. Amen. But that's not going to happen just cause. Amen. It's going to happen because we purpose to do it. And that's what Paul is telling Timothy here. Hold fast to these things. Keep these things. Guard these things. Don't let them out of your sight. They're the most precious things you'll ever have whatever God has given you. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, that sounds like, you know, a pretty intense thing for us to do, praise God. But you and I all know, because we've all went through it, I'm sure, at least once, where we've kind of let these things slip a little bit. I'm not saying you you backslid. I'm just saying you weren't as on fire as what you were at one time. I can tell you that I've had more than one season like that. Amen. I'd be lying if I said otherwise. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But I keep remembering how it was whenever I got born again. I keep remembering those church services that I was in and I was hanging on every word that was being preached. Amen. 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 And I wanted to go to as many different places where the Word was being preached that we could get to. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember one time Pastor Mark was doing a, a, a meeting in Jasper at the old Days Inn. I think it was the Days Inn. You remember up there by the, uh, uh, the Chinese restaurant there? Yeah. Great Wall. Yeah. Amen. And so we had went to a wedding... Reception that day, a guy that we worked with got, ma- got married and the reception was going on. And it was one of them things where everybody was sitting around drinking. But that wasn't part of our lives anymore, so we kind of, we, we really looked like we were out of place. Amen? And so I remembered that Pastor Mark was having a meeting and Jasper and I told Kay, I said, why don't we go over there to that? That sounds like a lot more fun, Amen. So, my mom had was watching our kids, so I, we called her and told her that we were going to be later than we thought. So we went over there to. We could we got out. We went up to the thing. We could hear the music playing. It had just started, and went up to the door, and it was locked. The door was locked. What kind of an outfit is this? He saw you coming. <laughs> he saw me coming. Amen. Hallelujah. And I thought, this is ridiculous. We want to go in there. So I start banging on the door. Amen. Now some people would say, well, you know, I guess this must be a private thing, so we'll, we'll just have to leave. Amen. I kept banging on that door until somebody finally came, and it was not locked by, you know, intention. (laughs) But it just happened to be locked. We went in there, and we enjoyed ourselves, amen? Why? Because we were stirred up. We were hot, man. We were on fire for God. Hallelujah. But you can still go through seasons where you get a little bit cool. Amen. Things happen. Raising your family. Amen. Maybe your career, whatever that might be. Hallelujah. Will cause you just to, you know, well, I really wanted to go to that. And your flesh. What about your flesh? Special means. I worked all day. I'm tired. Amen. I've used that one. Amen. But that's when you bring back to remembrance all them times, all them things when God was moving. You want to be in on that yet. Yeah, yeah, Amen. Yeah. It's still there. It just needs to be rekindled. Amen. Yes. Come on, we've, all, we've all been there. Yeah. Amen. But I'm telling you, this is how, this is how you keep pressing on. This is how every man and woman of God that is in the Bible that did anything for God, that's how they did it. They had a mandate on their lives to do something, and they just did it. Hallelujah. No matter what the cost was going to be, they just went ahead and did it. No matter how hard it was going to be, no matter how much sleep they were going to lose by driving whatever, amen, but when they come out, they feel good. Boy, there was a lot of times we'd come home from meetings and I'd be so wired up I couldn't even sleep when I got home. And I had to be up early. Amen. But oh my, it was worth it. Amen. It was worth it. No matter what, it was worth it. Say it's worth it. But that was kind of weak. Amen. Well, yeah, it was worth it. Amen. Hallelujah. But if we don't keep this stirred up, then we can't hear the voice of God the way we want to hear the voice of God, which is with clarity. Amen. Hearing it with exactness. Understanding that this is God. This is what he's saying right now. Amen. So we can't let those things Get into our lives. Amen? I said, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Come on. By the time you leave here tonight, you're either going to love me or you're going to hate me. Amen. Mark chapter 4, let's go and look at that. Oh, yeah, I knew that was coming. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Praise God. The Holy Spirit is living inside of us of every season of our lives, if you're born again, of course. Amen? Sometimes he'll be so near to you, you, you feel like, you know, he's in you. I mean, around you. He's in you already. Amen? And then there's other times where you're really struggling to hear. Well, Mark chapter 4 tells us whenever that word is being sown if it gets sown on a certain type of ground. And we're looking at this in verse 18, Mark 4, 18. Now, these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word. Amen. So they hear the word, but there's some other stuff going on in their lives. There's some other things that are, are taking place. And it says, in the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desire for other things, entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Them two words there, entering in, mean this, a point reached. A point reached. Whenever the distraction gets so great that all of a sudden you reach that turning point in your life. You're going to have to find out if you're going to go on with God or if you're going to make a turn and start looking at something else. Amen. Now, it's not going to hit you all at once. It's going to happen a little at a time. We already know Satan is, was more subtle than any of the other creatures that the Lord God had created. So he's not going to just come in and, and you know, put you in a full Nelson and throw you, slam you to the ground. He's just going to present some things to you. What do you think about this? Wouldn't you like to have that? You don't need to really be doing it like that. That's pretty radical. And you know what they think about radical people now. <coughs> Amen? Little hint here, little hint there. It's all it takes. Then all of a sudden, you start thinking about it. Have you ever had a thought come in your head, that was stupid, and yet you think about it. Amen. Yeah, it, it happens, and that's when you got to say no. I'm, no, we're not going to go there. We're not going to look at that. Amen. Hallelujah. So it says that 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 these thorns in our lives make the word of God unfruitful. You're hearing the word, but it's not really doing you a whole lot of good. Amen. It's not really producing anything in your life that you want, and then you might sit there and think, "Why isn't? Why isn't the, You know, everybody around me is going nuts, so and I'm just sitting here. What, what's going on with me? Amen. And then he'll condemn you. You're not spiritual like they are. They've got it together. You're, you're just on the outside. I don't even know why you're here. Amen? You shouldn't even be here. I can't believe they even let you in. Amen? I know it sounds kind of funny, but let me tell you something. If somebody is going through something like that, and they're hearing words like that, it means everything. It carries a lot of weight. Amen? It carries a lot of weight. So if we're not keeping ourselves stirred up, then all of a sudden this undergrowth starts coming into our lives and we didn't even know that it was there. Just all of a sudden one day, it's just like weeds in a garden. Amen? Just all of a sudden, there they are. You don't understand. I just pulled these weeds out last week and here they are again. Same spot. You know, you'd think they at least changed positions. They came right back to the same place again. Amen. But that's what happens to you and I. Amen. If we're not guarding the the temple of God, then these things will start to just casually. A little bit here, a little bit there. Amen. And it's not that you're a, an evil person. Amen. It just happens. And it's up to us to root it out. Amen. I don't, want to be un- I don't want the word to be unfruitful in my life. I want it to mean something in my life. Amen? Hallelujah. So in the Amplified, it says in verse 19, it says, Then the cares and anxieties of the world and distractions of the age, and the pleasures and delight of false glamour and deceitfulness of riches, and the craving and passionate desire of other things creep in. So it's not... Something that's going to just... You won't even know when it happens until it starts to take you over. Amen? You won't even know it. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, you're not doing some things like you used to do. You're not spending as much time with God as you used to do. Amen. And you don't know how it happened, but it happened. I said it happened. Amen. And so we we've, we've got to be careful of those types of things, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. James chapter 1 verse 22 says, "But be doers of the word, not hearers only deceiving yourselves." Hallelujah. We've got to keep things in perspective. Who do I belong to now? Do I belong to myself? No, I'm a believer. I belong to God. He paid the ultimate price for me, more, way more than I was worth. Amen. And everybody in here, hallelujah. All of us together, collectively, he paid way more than we were all worth. But yet he did it because he wanted to make sure we were his. Amen. Amen. He wanted to make sure that Satan couldn't pay a higher price for us. Amen. Amen. So there you go. So you're valuable to the kingdom of God. You're valuable to God as a son and a daughter. Amen. But you've got to let the word start to grow in your life and quit being distracted by so much. You've got to keep the word stirred up. Amen. Anything, anything that you hear preached here at this church, you ought to get that thing stirring up on the inside of you. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Just, just keep it turning one way or another, whether or not you're listening to a podcast or whether or not you get a CD or, you know. But be here. I said be here. Amen? You don't have to be here every time but you have to be here the vast majority of the time if you really want to get in on the things of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen to this in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. It says, Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest we drift away. Amen. Did you see that? The Word of God is not going anywhere, but you and I will. If we don't give the more earnest heed to what we're listening to, we'll end up drifting away. It's not the word. The word will always be. The word is the anchor to our soul. Amen. And it will always be here. Anytime we need it, all we have to do is turn around and there it is. Amen. You know, it's it's like, like the children of Israel. Every time they disobeyed God, God was always wooing them back. He wanted them to come back. Amen? Every time. He'd warn them, if you don't come back, there's going to be consequences to pay. Amen? Sometimes they pay the consequences, and yet God was right there to bring them back again. That's how much he loves us. Amen? But if we forget that, then we'll drift away. Amen? All of a sudden, you're out into real deep waters. You don't know how you got there. The safety of the shore, which is where the Word is, it's right there with you, amen, to hold you there and keep you there, amen. Now, all of a sudden, it's so far off, you can't even see it. It's like me being here in Evansville and trying to look in Honeyburg for my house. I can't see it from here. Can't see it from here. Amen. Hallelujah. So we've got to keep this type of stuff stirred up on the inside of us. Amen. Praise God. So you've got to understand there's always going to be a struggle for your attention. No matter what it might be. Some things are just so harmless until they get a hold of you. Amen. And then all of a sudden, then everything, everything else takes a back seat to this. Now all of a sudden this is this is your deal. This is what you're working at. Amen. It could it could even be working for the kingdom of God, and then all all of a sudden it it you know it entraps you. Amen. I remember, when I for when I first started pastoring a church, my wife and I we jumped in with both feet, both hands, you know everything about us up to our necks in it. Amen. And and we we were. <laughs> Not only that, but we had a Christian school that we were doing. And we, we would be up, I'll never remember, never forget some of the times, we were, we were up to like 3 o'clock in the morning working on a stupid handbook for the school. Amen. Get it all ready. Send it out to the press. Lord Jesus. Amen. We worked ourselves to a frenzy, and we didn't have to. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Well, that's what having lots of zeal and no smarts will do for you. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Our kids spent many a night without us there. Because we were working for God. Amen. So have any of you folks got any notion about wanting to pastor a church? You've ever think twice. Amen. It's not necessarily all it's cracked up to be. This is the fun part here, and that's the only fun part. <laughs> now, a pastor may have a different set spin on this, but that's how it was with us about right yeah hallelujah amen but we got to keep ourselves in fellowship with god on a consistent basis i'm not telling you it has to be every day i'm not telling you that but if it's not every day it won't be long it'll be every other week amen amen but we've got to keep ourselves in fellowship because it's in fellowship when God starts to speak to us. And when God starts to speak to us, that's when we get even hungrier for the things of God. It's not one of these things where, oh, that was, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that's cool. And then we just walk away from it. Amen. You know, Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. He said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. Filled with what? Filled with anything they need. Because they're hungry. Amen. They've got themselves stirred up. Amen. They're not waiting around for someone else to stir them up. We'll get into that in a moment. Amen. But they're keeping ourselves in the midst of what's going on. Amen. Very, very important for us to do that. Praise God. We've got to keep ourselves stirred up. Proverbs 27, 7 says this, A satisfied soul loathes the honeycomb, but a hungry soul, even every bitter thing, is sweet. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, you mean every bitter thing. Have you ever read something in the Word of God and it just absolutely is like dragging your fingernails down a blackboard to your flesh? You just did not want to find that one. At all. Amen? It was about about like Brother Copeland said one time whenever him and Gloria were trying to get out of debt and they came up against Romans 13... Eight, you know, it says, Oh, no man, anything but to love him. And so he starts looking around in some other translations, hoping that it doesn't mean quite that. And he gets to one, I think it's the Amplified, and it says, Stay out of debt. Well, that's pretty matter of fact now, isn't it? Amen. Hallelujah. So if you're hungry, even those things that are just going to be an absolute terror to your flesh, you still want it. Why? Because your spirit is in charge. Amen. And when your spirit's in charge, your your flesh just has to go with that flow. Amen. Hallelujah. But if you're if you're satisfied with that thing, I don't need anything else. I'm doing just fine. Amen. You gotta have Some go-after-it type of mentality. Amen. No matter what it is, if it's in the Word of God, amen, so be it. It don't have to be, well, you know, maybe we need to debate this a little bit. Well, you know, maybe I need to find, you know... Look for a preacher who's saying something a little bit different. Amen. Now there's, I'm sure none of you have done this, but, you know, there are people who, who like to, you know, go after their, you know, their favorite word, and all the rest of it is, you know, we don't mess with that. Amen. But you and I, of course, are word people, and we like all the word. Not just our favorite word, which we do have a lot of them, praise God. But all the counsel of God is what we want, amen? We're not into anything else. We're just, we're just happy that, that God gave us the word and we're able to read it and we're able to understand it by the Holy Ghost, amen? Hallelujah. So, you know, we got to keep things going, Stirring on the inside of you. Don't you like to be around people who are stirred up? Spiritually speaking, of course. Stirred up. Amen? How do they make you feel sometimes? I know how they make me feel sometimes. They make me feel challenged. Amen? Hallelujah. Because if if it's a true man and woman of God, and they're hungry for the things of God, it's going to challenge... You is going to challenge me, because you and I want to be where they're at. Amen. Well, how did they get there? Because they were challenged. And they took on the challenge. And they went after it with everything that they had. And just kept going after it, no matter what. They may have bumped up against some things. They might have cooled off a little bit, but they just kept going after it. No matter what. Amen. Just keep keeping yourself stirred up. So whenever you're around people like that, that helps you. And that's, that's a good thing. We need people in the body of Christ who are stirred up. But think about this. How would it be if everybody in the local church was stirred up? What could we get done then? What could we see in church services then? Amen. Hallelujah. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Pastor, you remember this, we were in your office and we were talking about how some the services of years back, you know, and how powerful they were. And that's what we're talking about. You know, and I, I didn't, my wife and I didn't come in until the early 90s. And this has been going on from, you know, the 60s on up through the charismatic movement and everything like that. And all the service, if you go back and watch old, you know, Catherine Coleman or, you know, A.A. Uh, A. Allen or, or, or some of them, either Brother Hagen, amen? And you see what some of these uh, meetings were like, amen? And you're wondering, why aren't we seeing it like that right, right at this particular moment? Amen? Well, it's not that the church is backslidden. It's just that there there are people who have been cooling themselves off, stepping back away from some things. Amen? You know, we should never be a person who, you know, I'm coming to church, so he better be hot tonight. Amen? Uh, You know, I'm expecting a word. Hallelujah. I can guarantee you, you won't get one. Amen. But if we were all stirred up, if we would just start to go that direction, we don't have to be fanatics or whatever, but just start to move that direction. What would start to take place? Amen. Jesus said that he was going to his father, and, you know, and the works that he did we would do also, but greater works than these we would do. Amen? Greater things. Hallelujah. Now, it's going to happen whether we jump on the bandwagon or not. God is going I mean, we're talking about this last move of God that we're in right now. It's not, you know down the pike a ways, it's here now. Well, I don't feel anything, that's the point. There's the point right there. If you don't feel it, then you're not stirred up. Amen? That's the whole, that's the whole crux of 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 what Paul was telling Timothy. Stir up. He said, I know you, you've got this faith, you know, your grandmother had it, your mother had it. He said, I know it's in you. Amen. He wasn't just telling him these things just to make him feel good. Amen. He saw the genuineness of his faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So you and I have something to do with this too. You and I have something that's very important for us. You know, if you go and I'm going to just uh, mention this in passing, but if you look at Ephesians chapter 4, verses 13 through 16, it talks about into church how every joint has a supply. Amen. And when we come to church, that, that supply ought to be coming flowing out of us. Amen. Now if 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 Pastor Mark or Pastor Chuck or me or anybody else is preaching, if if we're the only ones who are praying over that meeting Guess what happens? We're the only ones who get blessed. Nobody else really will. Amen? Hallelujah. Let me me just interject this. You ought to be praying over every service in this church, whether you're going to be in attendance that time or not. Amen. 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 We ought to be doing that. I know some of you you are saying, man, I wish he'd just get done. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But do we want to see a move of God or not? Amen. Amen. So we got to do things maybe just a little bit different than what we've been doing. Maybe just, you know, go up a notch. You don't have to get crazy. Just go up a notch. Amen. What's up a notch? Well, when you're home, open your Bible. That might be a notch. I didn't say by here. Amen. amen. Praise God. Well, that's good, isn't it? I want you to look at this in Second Peter chapter one. And then we're going to start to close here. Everybody say Amen. amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 2 Peter, chapter 1. Are you there? I want you to look at this in verse 12, what Peter's telling us here. He said, For this reason I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. So even though these believers know these things. He said, I'm not going to neglect bringing them up and telling you about them again and again and again. You need to hear it. I need to hear it again and again and again. Amen? He said, I'm not going to neglect to do that. I have a responsibility to do that. Yes, I think it is right as long as I'm in this tent to stir you up by reminding you knowing that shortly I must put off my tent just as our Lord Jesus showed me. Amen. So he's saying here, he said, I'm going to keep reminding you of these things because I'm not going to be here forever. Right. Yeah. Amen. Right. So I, when I leave, I want you stirred up. <coughs> Amen. So that you could take over where I left off and stir up other people. Keep things moving the way that they're supposed to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 15 says, Moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder of these things after my de- decease. A reminder of the things. Amen. Bring into our remembrance all the things that the Word of God is declaring to us. It's so important. Amen. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to just, you know, cause these things to happen. They're the catalyst to get you started. And then you take over. I take over. We go after these things with a little more intention. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Can can we look at just a couple more things? The last thing I want to look at tonight is If you stay stirred up, then the things that God has said to you personally will manifest themselves. Amen? Amen? What do I mean by that? There's probably not anyone in here who hasn't gotten a word from God at least once. Amen. But let me ask us all this. Do we still have the intensity in us in regard to that word, as it was the moment it was given to us the first time? Or have we kind of just, you know, oh, I just, you know. Do you understand what I'm saying? Maybe I'm not being very clear. But what happens is, is that whenever God gives us something, at that moment, it is the greatest thing in our lives. It's spot on, right there. Just going to, you know, just what we need. Amen? But how many of you know that time has a way of diluting God's word? Amen? Hallelujah. We can't let that happen. If you if if you wanted to happen in your life, then it's going to be up to you to make sure that that is always in front of your eyes. Amen. I remember uh, in Joshua chapter fourteen, I believe, whenever uh, Caleb and they were dividing up the land, he goes up to Joshua and he said, do you, "He said, you know the word of God that was given to you and I by." by his servant Moses. You remember that, don't you? How we were going, he said, and I, he said, whenever we went out to spy, he said, I brought back a report as was in my heart. Hallelujah. So God promised them land in Canaan. Amen. He said, I was 40 years old whenever the man of God spoke this to me. He said, now I'm 85. Amen? Come on. That's 45 years in case you didn't know that. <laughs> and he says, it's just as strong on the inside of me now as it was the day that he spoke it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that? Because he ha- what he had in his heart was what God wanted to hear. And so there came a time whenever he said, he said, I'm not waiting another moment. He said, now, give me this mountain. That's what he said. Give me this mountain. Amen? And Joshua blessed him and gave him the mountain. 85-year-old man, you'd think he'd want some flat land, wouldn't you? Why would he want a mountain? Are you kidding me? Not me. Give me something nice and smooth. No rocks or anything. You understand what I'm saying? He said, I'm just as strong now as I was then. Glory to God. Why? Because he kept it stirred up on the inside of him. He knew it was going to happen. Amen? He knew it was going to happen. Nobody was going to take that away from him. Well, how many times have you and I just kind of forgot about him? We have. Come on, just be honest. Yeah, we have. Amen. But if we would just stir it up a little bit. Keep it before you. Amen. If you've gotten a word from God, type it out. Amen. Put it before you. I've got, I've got things on my bulletin board down where I study it, and I read them every day. Amen. Not just scriptures, but things that God has said. And I got a book of them. You get plenty of words from the Lord when you've been around as long as I have. Amen. And I've got most of them, the vast majority of them, in a folder. Amen. And I'll go through them. And I'll read them. Amen. Just to stir myself up. God hasn't forgotten any of those. So, why should we? Amen. And the same way, and I'm going to close here, same way with what uh, Abraham did. And if we look in Romans chapter 4, the same thing. Amen. God spoke to him that he would be the father of many nations. Amen. And it says that he became fully persuaded, giving glory to God. That's how it's done. You become persuaded because you praise God. Amen. And so, what happened? Did it happen right when he wanted? No, it actually didn't happen for another 25 years. But it happened, didn't it? He got his Isaac. And the rest, is, of course, is the history of our, our God. Amen? You just got to keep some things stirred up, folks. That's the thing I want to leave you with more than anything else. If you come to church stirred up, it's going to get off on some other people. It'll, it'll, amen? It'll just jump on them. And all of a sudden, they're happy, you're happy. Amen? You might see somebody run around to church besides me. Amen. Hallelujah. Just stir yourself up, church. That's the thing that we're wanting to get to. Praise God. If we're wanting to see God move, stir yourself up. Get yourself motivated. Amen. Don't be concerned about what other people would think. It's not their lives. It's your life. Amen? Amen? Amen. Whenever you do it for yourself, then you reap the benefits of it for yourself. Amen? That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.